Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mama. I am so excited to be here this week again chatting with you. I hope that you are feeling excited to be here as well. And what we're going to talk about today is a simple guide to tracking alcohol so you can enjoy any holiday without gaining weight during any celebration, barbecue, holiday, or just a Friday night out with the girls. Alcohol is a really hot topic when it comes to nutrition, and I feel like it's because a lot of people don't have a full understanding of how to hold themselves accountable when it comes to their nutrition. All they know, or a lot of what we know about nutrition, is there's a good list and a bad list, a do list and a don't list, a right list and a wrong list. And if I stay on the right side of my nutrition, then I am good and I am making progress. And if I dip into the bad side, then there's a lot of shame, guilt, regret, and I am not a healthy person. And I want to kind of debunk all of that today by chatting about truly how alcohol affects us in our health and weight loss process and journey. So I hear all the time that alcohol and weight loss simply do not mix. But this isn't necessarily true. Having an occasional drink mama, especially during a holiday weekend like the 4th of July or Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, any other birthday celebration or graduation doesn't have to throw you off your weight loss progress. It's 100% possible to enjoy a cold beer, a hard alcohol, a seltzer, or whatever it is that you love without gaining weight. As a macro coach, I like to teach my clients that they can enjoy life and still be healthy. Mama, listen, if you're not able to enjoy your food, to enjoy what you are consuming, and also know and understand how to keep yourself in a healthy, happy, safe place, then we're missing the mark here. We're not truly living a life of freedom. We are living a life by somebody else's crazy rules, right? Having a Long Island iced tea during the 4th of July, during a barbecue, doesn't make you an unhealthy person. You can have alcohol and still be a healthy person because the food that we eat does not determine whether we are good or bad or happy and healthy, right? Obviously, moderation and being intuitive and knowing some things about our nutrition is going to be really important. And I want to further you in that knowledge, awareness, and understanding here today. So what makes us healthy people are the choices we make, right? Healthy people can drink, 
but they think about how it's going to fit into their overall diet and they make choices that balance their diets out when they do drink. It's about knowing how to have the fun foods and the good for you foods at the same time, right? That's exactly what you're going to learn here today. And when we're done here, you'll know how your body processes alcohol and what steps you can take to include a drink into your holiday plans without crushing and taking 52 steps back in your health and weight loss journey. So the very first thing that we need to understand is how the body processes alcohol, right? So in order to avoid gaining weight over any holiday weekend, you need to understand two things. One, how the body processes alcohol, and two, why alcohol can cause weight gain and how it causes weight gain, right? You already know that alcohol is processed in the liver. Most people know that, right? Your body sees alcohol as a toxin, which is why you get intoxicated when you drink, right? So you're intoxicated, Uh, it's a toxin, your body wants to get rid of that. And the liver does everything that it can in order to process out that toxin. So it shuts down any other process in the body in order to flush the toxin out. What an incredible system we have, right? Our body is so amazing. The only downside is that the liver is also responsible for breaking down fat. Boo. (laughs) So mamas, what do we think happens When our body pumps the brakes on metabolizing um, fat and your your fuel, what you're eating, and we start drinking alcohol, well, it pumps the brakes on fat metabolism, right? One of the byproducts of drinking is that we hold on to a little more fat than we would have had our bodies not needed to flush out the alcohol. So if you're having the occasional drink, then this isn't really a huge issue. The body can pick back up where it left off pretty efficiently and effectively and process that fat again, right? However, most of us don't drink, you know, one night, one drink. If you're drinking every day or drinking a lot, it's going to cause your liver to put off burning fat on a regular basis, which will lead to weight gain, right? The second way that alcohol causes weight gain is because when we drink, our inhibitions are lowered and we don't make the best food choices. This is absolutely true when we are drinking alcohol. We all know, remember, let's let's take a little day trip back to our college drinking days. And when you arrived at the bar, you are sober. And so you're making pretty good decisions on who to hang out with, who's cute, uh, and kind of what you're doing while you're there. Well, two, three, four, five, we won't even count any higher than that, drinks in the scruffy, weird looking dude in the corner that you totally would have, you know, bypassed and walked past um, on any sober day is starting to look not so shabby, right? And so we make crazy decisions. We make out with the boy in the corner that we never would have made out with. We end up in the Filiberto's drive-thru at three o'clock in the morning, ordering $75 worth of food for you and your girlfriends, right? And so we don't make the best choices when we drink in social settings, because in those situations, you're usually surrounded by high calorie foods and you're going to be pressured to eat something that you might not have if you were on your own and not drinking, right? Between the slow fat burning and consuming more calories than you normally would, it's a recipe for weight gain. The good news is that you can avoid weight gain just by planning a little bit ahead. So let's talk about how to create a plan to drink without gaining weight. The absolute best way to avoid gaining weight, especially over, you know, any holiday is to have a game plan, right? The absolute best way to avoid gaining weight during any holiday is to have a game plan. I love a good plan. 
listen, mamas, if we want to be and think like healthy people, then we have to give our drinking, we have to give our food a little forethought. That's what healthy people naturally do is they think about their food a lot. And because they have spent a lot of time thinking about their food, now their decisions can be quick because they know who they are in their health and their nutrition. They know what makes them feel good, what makes them feel in alignment with their health and what feels right to them. And so their decisions are quick and easy. When we are somebody who's learning how to do this for the first time or truly, you know, trying to to concrete that plan, that that healthiness, it's going to take us a minute to do that, right? So I teach my Macros Made Easy clients to have a meal plan every day. And this is even more important when you're going into a holiday like the 4th of July or Valentine's Day or um, Easter or anything like that, because holidays are usually food-based celebrations. And you don't want to be stuck eating something boring while everyone else is enjoying the burgers and the hot dogs. You want to enjoy the celebration, the food and your life and the drink, right? If you know what you're going to eat and drink before you go to the barbecue or the celebration of the birthday party or the fireworks show with friends, it's much easier to enjoy the party without being obsessed with what you can or cannot eat. A plan will allow you to enjoy your favorite foods and drinks and say no to the foods that you just don't want or need that day that fall out of alignment with what you know is going to help you continue to move forward, enjoy, but also keep your promises to yourself, right? And having a plan for what you want to drink is going to be especially important because as we pointed out before, when you drink, your ability to make smart choices, nutritional choices becomes impaired. And that's where you make nutritional choices that don't keep you on your path to health and weight loss. So when you're making your plan, decide how much you're going to drink. The less you drink, the better, obviously, right? But if we're going to drink, let's make a plan and have an idea of what it is that we want to consume, right? If you really want to enjoy a few drinks, that's cool. Let's figure out how to enjoy a few drinks, okay? Just do your best to have a game plan for what you're going to eat while you're drinking or after drinking so that you don't make impulse decisions and eat all the drive through jack-in-the-box filibertos desserts, right? So let's talk about what your alcohol is really costing you to consume. I think that this is the big piece to the puzzle, right? A lot of times when I'm working with my clients, They really, really enjoy drinking until I show them the caloric value to it and what they are sacrificing in order to have the alcohol. Then it becomes very easy to make that decision on whether they want to drink the alcohol or not because they start to, they start to see that, okay, if I want this alcohol, I can either, uh, have an alcoholic beverage or two, or I will sacrifice half of my dinner in carbs. So let me share with you how alcohol is broken down in the macro world, because remember, alcohol is not a macronutrient. We're going to we're going to dive into that. Okay, it is not a macronutrient, but we still need to be held accountable for the calories that we consume with it. Right. Remember, in my client's world, in my world, there are no good or bad foods, only food accountability. So if we want to have this alcohol, we have to be calorically accountable to it. Okay. So the biggest part of drinking without gaining weight is understanding what alcohol is costing you nutritionally. Unfortunately, when it comes to alcohol, this isn't always as easy as reading the nutritional label on the bottle, okay? Because alcohol companies are not held to the same standard as food companies, and they can kind of fudge a little bit of what's going on in the label. And we'll chat about that in just a second. So a quick lesson in nutrition is required to understand alcohol and calories and macronutrients, okay? Each macronutrient, which is your proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, has a a calorie um, equivalent to it, okay? So one gram of fat equals nine calories. 
One gram of a carbohydrate equals four calories and one gram of protein equals four calories. So you can see not all calories are created equal and not only calorically, but also functionally in, in inside the body and in your metabolism and in what it does for our systems, right? When you add up the total calories for each of the macronutrients, it gives you the total calories per serving for each food or drink. The tricky thing about alcohol is that it doesn't neatly fit into a macronutrient category, right? Alcohol is actually considered seven calories, but it's not a macronutrient. It's not a protein. It's not a fat. It's not a carbohydrate. So in order to track alcohol as a macronutrient and find out what it's costing you nutritionally, you have to either count it as fat or as a carbohydrate. I would never count alcohol as protein. Protein is just one of those macros that we don't want to mess with. We already greatly undereat protein as a society, and protein is one of the most important macronutrients in our diet, and it just alcohol does not act like a protein. So we don't want to take it calorically from protein. Okay. It can be tracked as fat because it is processed like fat in the liver. However, alcohol is also a sugar, which is a carb. So it can be tracked as a carb as well. I prefer to track alcohol as a carb, but I want you to know that it's not the only way to do it. Okay. There, you can track it as fat. Okay. So for right now, I'm going to talk about tracking it as a carb, but you would do the same process to track it as a fat. Okay. In order to track it as a carb, you need to take the total calorie count and divide it by four because there are four calories per one gram of a carbohydrate. Once you have that number, you can plan for it as a part of your macronutrients or macro tracking. One of the really big questions that I get from people, they get super excited because they will find a alcoholic beverage, a lot of times a seltzer, which has hard alcohol in it, and it'll say zero carbs on it, but it'll be a hundred calories. And a client of mine will snap a picture of it. They'll send it to me and they'll be super excited. Like, oh my gosh, I found a calorie free (laughs) or a carb free drink that is alcoholic. And then I'll ask them, okay, what are the calories on there? And they'll tell me a hundred. And I'm like, okay, so how can it have no carbs, no fat, no protein and have a hundred calories? Well, because it's alcohol, right? But we have to account for that somewhere. You're still consuming calories, right? So this is not magic just because they weren't required to put it on the label because alcohol is not considered a macronutrient. So they don't have to put it on the label. doesn't mean that calorically it still isn't costing us calories. And so I'll tell them, okay, divide that by four and that drink is going to cost you 25 carbs. And if you have two, it's going to cost you 50. And if you have three, it's going to cost you 75 carbs to have three drinks. For a lot of my clients, that's going to be all of their carbs for dinner. It could be the difference between some vegetables and a sweet potato with their steak at dinner. And they're going to feel that either that day in hunger or the next day because they are drinking their calories when it comes to their carbohydrates, right? So that can be really difficult when you're drinking alcohol because you are sacrificing your carbohydrate intake in your macro tracking journey in order to squeeze in some of that alcohol. Now, listen, there are going to be days where you're like, hell yes, that is worth it. My kids have driven me nuts. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have two or three drinks and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Okay, fine, do it. But if you're going to do that two, three, four times a week, and you don't think that it will affect your health and your weight loss journey, mama, I'm telling you, you're probably already super frustrated and annoyed with your health and nutrition journey. And I can tell you right now that shifting this one thing will be a game changer in your health and weight loss. Not only will it affect 
your weight loss, but it'll affect your sleep, your hormones, your attitude, your mindset, your mental focus in the morning. Alcohol really does do a number internally in our systems. And like I said before, doing it every now and then, not a big deal. But for a lot of us, drinking alcohol, especially after the pandemic, it was so easy to do, right? It was like vacay vibes for eight months. (laughs) I don't have to go to work. I don't have to put real pants on. I can stay at my house and drink as soon as I'm done at work. I don't have to drive anywhere. I can be at the pool and have my drinks and have mimosas in the morning. And then we kind of got ourselves into a rut, right? When you know what your drinking is going to cost you nutritionally, you can factor it into the rest of your eating for the day, which means you're going to stay on track, which means your goals overall will be achieved and you shouldn't see much weight gain, right? If you do see the scale go up, keep in mind that this isn't fat gain. It's just your body taking a little more time to process the alcohol that you drink. Your weight will come back down in a day or two as as your body goes back to processing fat at its regular intervals, right? So I feel like once we know and understand this, A, we can make really good choices and decide if it's something that we want to do or not. And B, we can decide how much and how often we want to do this. And having a great plan in place will always allow us to feel in alignment with our goals and to be able to show up for ourselves nutritionally and keep our promises. Mama, that's what I have for you this week. If you have any questions about drinking alcohol, keeping your nutritional journey, staying on track, Um, I want you to reach out to me and let me know above or below, depending on where you're listening to this, uh, you're going to see the show notes for this podcast and you will see my contact information. It's Krista at kmoremacro.com. If you would like to email me, that is also kmoremacro.com is my, um, website. So that's what I have for y'all. I hope you have an incredible week until I see you next week. Be well, and we will chat soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.